If you would, please meet me in the book, the letter, the book, the letter, the epistle written to the church at Corinth, the first letter, the first epistle, 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verses, we'll be reading verses 24 to 27. You know what? And, and what I'll do is when I, I think I'm going to ask you, Pastor G, like to pick on you on um, Sundays, if you're going to, if you would be so kind as to read that for us. We all know you're not reading electronically. You've got the hard or softback. We, we we all know that. So it'll be 1 Corinthians chapter 9, beginning at the 24th verse and ending at the 27th verse. 1 Corinthians 9, verses 24 to 27. And while you are turning, I'd like to tell you to that scripture, I'd like to tell you a story about a child who was who were who were um, a child of missionary parents, and so she was in class one day, and the teacher asked this this child, "Did she know what an atheist was?" She said, "Do you know what an atheist is?" And the child replied. Yes, I do. And so the teacher asked, then why aren't you one? She said, because I'm a Christian and I believe God. And I believe in God. And so the teacher was noticeably upset, then asked the child why she is a Christian. She said, my, my parents are missionaries and I was brought up knowing all about God and how he sent his son, to save us. My mom is a Christian. My dad is a Christian. And I am a Christian too. And after that response, the teacher was quite, quite angry. And she goes and says, that's not a good reason. What if your mom was a fool and your dad was a fool? What would that make you? The child shrugged her shoulders and replied, then I'd guess I'd be an atheist. It'll hit you. It, it, it'll hit you. Pastor G, if you would, please. Do you not know that in a race, all the runners run, but only one gets the prize? Run in such a way as to get the prize. Everyone who competes in the games go into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last, but we do it to get a crown that will last forever. Therefore, I do not run like someone running aimlessly. I do not fight like a boxer beating the air. No, I strike a blow to my body and make it my slave so that after I have preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified for the prize. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word, sanctified to our hearts. Thank you, Pastor Jesus. A part of, I almost want to say we're not in a building. I want to say you may be seated, but you're already seated. <laughs> but uh, the thought today, no pain, no gain. 
no pain, no gain. Let's let's pray. Father, we thank you and we praise you and we bless your holy and righteous name. And Daddy, I pray that you have been pleased with everything that we have done before in praising your name, in singing, in, in our worship to you, in our announcements, in our prayer. Daddy, we want you to get the glory. You to be the one center stage. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. So, Daddy, I hope everything that we've done, and I pray you have been pleased with everything we've done up to this point. Now, Father, we've come to the part of our service where we need to hear a word from you. For if we don't hear a word, what shall we do? And so, Father, you've given me the word for this day, this time, and this moment to deliver. I pray that your word will hit its mark, hit its target, will fall on good ground in Jesus' name. <laughs> Please hide me behind the cross, anoint these lips of clay, as I will proclaim truth in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for having your way in our service in the name of Jesus. We ask you to bless this spiritual food we're about to receive, that it might be nourishment to our spirit man, something that we can feast on all week long. In Jesus' name, hallelujah and amen. No pain, no gain. Um, Sister Giovanna, um, are you with us? I see you. Ah, thank you. There you are. Um, I'd like to just state for the record in case those of you may not know, our sister Giovanna uh, runs track in the field. She's on the track team, y'all. And um, I'm going to ask her some questions. First, I'm going to let her talk about some things. And then throughout my message, I'm going to be asking some questions and see how that lines up with what Paul was, is, was saying to his audience at the, in Corinth. And so, Sister jo Giovanna, could you tell us in track what you do um, and how you train? Do you train? And what do you run? What events do you run? In the words of Andy Reid, time's yours. I run. What do you run? The 100, the 200, and 4 by one Wow, that's a lot. So, did you just show up one day? Just said, I want to run, and that's it? So, like, you have to run in um, competition, correct? Unfortunately. Okay. So, when you run in competition, do you just show up that day and say, okay, I want to do the 100? Or do you have to prepare before you do that? 
to prepare. Oh, okay. So how do you prepare? We run. Like, can you tell me some things you do? Just run? Just run? Do you have a specific, I don't know, exercises or different exer or exercises that you do or? No, different every day. It's so what's same routine? Okay, so what's some of the routines? That's the word. Thank you. What's some of the routines you have to do? Run in a line. Run in a line. How far? Golden Indian. You have to run six laps. Six laps. How is it run? Is it you do it fast? Moderate? No, it's a slow jog. It's a slow jog. Is there anything else you have to do? So that's one routine. Is there another routine? Um, sometimes we have to run. We have to sprint up a hill eight times. Whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. You have to sprint up a hill? Yeah. How many times? Eight. You mean over the course of the week, right? Not all at once. No. It's all at once. You have to wow. sprint up the hill, and then you get to walk back. And then by the time you get down, walking back, you have to go again. Whoa. Um, um, I don't know about you all, but I'm, I'm out. I'm, I'm already winded. Just, <laughs> just, just thinking about. Okay, so, um, is there any other routine? I'm afraid to ask. Are there any other routines that you do? You have to do hopscotches, which means there's a, there's a wall. You have to jump on the wall, jump back, jump back on the wall, and continue. What, what, what do you mean jump on the wall? You jump on the wall. It's like there a ledge on the wall? And you jump it's a wall. on hmm? It's a wall. And you, you jump. And you can keep your balance when you jump on the wall? You have to jump on the wall, jump back off the wall, then jump on the wall and jump back off the wall. Ooh. And you have to do three set of ten. Okay. Um um No. Mm -mm. No. <laughs> Um, just to run? Why you gotta jump on a wall? You gotta jump, 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 jump. <laughs> Whoa. Put a any, spring on your step. Are there any other routines, Javana? Then you have to do bounding, which means you have to high jump the whole soccer field and back. What does that mean, high jump? You just like if you imagine skipping, but okay. like bring your knees higher. Okay, and you have to do that around the whole track? Just back and forth the whole soccer field. When you say, okay, back and forth, you mean when you get to one end, you turn around and hopscotch, mm -hmm. you have to do it backwards. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, and when you're, thank you, Giovanna, uh, any more routines? I'm, I'm really afraid to ask, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to go where no man's gone before. I'm going to brave it out. 
Any any other routines that you do? And then you have to we have block start and you have to do like four sets of one hundred meters and then four sets of two hundred meters. So when you and say block set mess up you have to do extra two laps. <laughs> and then you have to do suicides if you don't want to do the two laps. Okay, I'm afraid to ask, but what is suicide? I forget. I've never had to do it. <laughs> so what is block training? What is that? It's like the starting things mm -hmm. for your feet. Okay. It helps you push off so you can get a better start. Okay. What's your Do you have a favorite routine? No. I like the one? part. I like the part where she says break time. <laughs> I think yeah, I'm with you on that. Is there a routine that you really don't like doing? Um, the Indian runs because it's not. It's like we do it with the boys. We're not separate, so their jogging is sprinting, and we can't keep up because if you're at the end of the line, you have to sprint to the front and so on and so forth. And it's a lot of sprinters. So that's a long sprint. And you have to do, sometimes we do four laps of those, but I give up at two. Okay. My, my, my. One other question for now. Now you're on the track team. So, when does the season start? When does the season end? I'm just saying. Just... You don't know when it ends? No. <laughs> but it'll probably, probably end. Probably before, maybe, like, maybe before June. Okay. So, you just, you're doing this for a couple of months, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I, I realize there's one more question I have down here. And thank you for allowing me to interview you on this and you you competed in an event just recently yes can you tell us a little about that the event you complete, competed in um like the the event i ran yes i ran a 200 meter and i won i was really happy how many people were in that? Was it just you alone? <laughs> no, it was like maybe five. So it was other runners. Okay. Any other events that you competed in? Um, a hundred meter and a two hundred. Oh, and a four by one. How did you make out in a hundred meter? Um, it was okay. But I like winning, so it was hard with me. Hmm. Okay. And and the and the four four by one sounds like it was a relay. Yeah. Four by one hundred. Mm -hmm. What leg? What where? What position did you get to carry the baton? First, second. The last one. So you were what they call the anchor. Anchor. Mm -hmm. Normally, just so you know, you know the anchor is the fastest one. 
Yeah, I guess so. I wouldn't know. I'm just there. Whatever. Well, the anchor is the fastest one. Me. So, how'd you make out? Good, I guess. Compared to the other ones. I was happy, though, because the two other teams that I was going up against almost dropped their baton, so I got a head start. Okay. So you came in what? Second? Your team came in second? First? Yeah. Well, well no, because they didn't drop it, and the girl was all like, you're not winning, because it was Doc, and they were like, they have a winning problem. So she caught up, and she beat me, and I was like, no, that's not fair. She should have been disqualified. But So you saw her out of the corner of your eye coming up on you? Yeah. I'm, we're going to hold that thought. Thank you, Giovanna. In our text, thank you so, so, so very much. In our, yeah, you can give her a hand. You can unmute yourself and give our athlete a hand. Um, yeah, real athlete. Thank you, Giovanna. But stay close because I've got some more questions. In in his letter to the church at Corinth, you've heard me preach about the church at Corinth and um, if you've ever done a study, and remember some years ago, Lady D and I did a study on Corinthians, and um, Corinthian was a was a hotbed, a hot mess kind of city. Could I say like New York? It, it was, it was, it, it was, it, it had everything going on. You name it, they had. Matter of fact, the term help me, Lady D. If you were Corinthianized, Corinthianized, that was not a good term for you. But they said <laughs> you've been Corinthianized. Now imagine this city that worship other gods, worship themselves, whole lot of pagan worship, whole lot of stuff going on. Now some people have been saved that had come out of that lifestyle, but how many of you... you, you how many, how many um, of them, of you know that 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 it takes a process. Even when you give your heart to the Lord, it cleans <laughs> you up immediately. But that sanctification piece could take a minute. So they've come out of that lifestyle. Paul had planted churches there. Paul was now addressing some issues there. But in our text today. In, in our portion of scripture, he 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 wanted the 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 church at Corinth to let them know, no, you 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 not to have an easy life. See the church at the in Corinth, you 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 know I told you everything. You want it, you name it, you got it. And Paul was saying, no, no, if you if if, if you're a born again Christian, no, 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 you don't get the easy life. No, and what I love about Paul's technique is something we can all um, 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 glean from and take from <laughs> to prove his point or to illustrate or bring out, to illuminate, to bring it to light, Pastor G. He used terms that the readers would be familiar with. He used running a race. And during that time, there's a lot of uh, athletes 
they were running races. And he likened our Christian walk with running a race. He likened the Christians being an athlete. Now, I, want you to, I hope you heard everything Javonna said in her training, all the things that she had to do. I still can't get that, that going up the hill eight times. Sprint, not walk. Sprint eight times. I can't. I'm still, I'm still there. And Paul is saying, listen, you're in a race. And in verse 24, he says, do you not know that in a race, all the runners run, but only one gets the prize? And he says, run in such a way as to get the prize. He sets his argument, his thesis here in verse 24. He's instructing his listeners when you run, you got to do it in such a way to get the prize. Now, you heard what Giovanna said. She came in first in the 200. She came in second in the other events. But what had to happen before she could get to winning the race or coming in second and all that? She had to do those sprints up the hill. She had to do those long long um, um, runs in line. She had to do the block training as, as, as she called it. So Paul is now beginning as he starts his argument, he tells and instructs his readers, run in such a way as to get the prize. Well, what do you mean, Brother Paul? Please, please explain it. I, I, I'm, I'm glad you asked. Now, one of the things that Giovanna also said, you notice she wasn't the only one running. There were other people in this race. They all they were all trying to get the prize. So Paul in verse 25 begins to explain how to do it. Verse 25. He says, everyone who competes in the games go into strict training. I need to put a quarter in a meter. Now, some of you have read that. Um, Pastor G, I think the, the NIV you were reading had a different wording. Um, but the word strict training, and I've seen this verse many times. But for some reason... The Lord drew my attention to the word strict. It says everyone who competes in the games didn't say go into training. It says go into strict training. You, you see that word? Strict training. Now, you, you teachers out there, help me. I know I'm taking Greek, but, 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 but when we talk about English and stuff, training is a verb, right? So the word strict, would that be an adverb? It modifies the verb. It tells me exactly what kind of training. Help me out. Is that no, Pastor G? Help me out. Help me out, Pastor G. Help me out. Help me out. Because see, 
It's telling me how to train. It, 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 it's it's strict training. It's not an adjective. I would think it's an adjective, but adjective modifies a noun. Training is a noun. Training. Wow. To train is a verb. Thank but you training is a noun. There and we yes, go. strict would be your adjective modifying the type of training it is. I see. I knew I'd get one of y'all. Thank you very much, Pastor G. Thank you. Strict training. So then I had to go into that word strict. And the Greek word for strict is pos. Pos. What does that mean? Everything. Everything. So let me reword this. Everyone who competes in the games must give it their all, leaving nothing behind. Are you hearing me today? You, when you go into training, running this race now that Paul's illustrating, you must give it your all. As born-again Christians, we must give it our all. No half-stepping, no three-quarters of the way, but we must give it our all. Part of it is, when we say give it our all, no pain, no gain, there is discipline that's involved. Now, what's interesting is, Paul just makes a, uh, a point saying, now check it out. All these runners who compete in the games, giving it their all, they do it to get a crown, still in verse 25, that will not last. Back then when the runner would run, they would get a, a reef, crown, reef. They put it on their heads. Do you not know that that's going right after a time? So you do all this training. Oh, and by the way, I think the games they had was like every two years. So, so these athletes were training for at least a year to compete. They're giving it their all for a crown. Yes, you're number one. And in three months, that crown is shriveled up. But Paul makes the point, unlike that athlete who runs to get this shriveled up award in two months, we get a crown that lasts forever. No pain, no gain. Are you with me today? No pain, no gain. Javon has already told us. See, we, we're in training. Let me, can I tell you something? See, now, we, we talked about Javon. She trained, and then she went to the meet. I'd like to tell you, Christians, I'd like to tell you, Agape, I'd like to tell you, Pastor Churn, we're always training. 
There is no. You, you remember I asked Javonna the season probably from what March to, to May, and then she's done. No more going up the hill eight times. She's done. In but we as born again Christians giving it our all. Guess what? Twenty four seven because we're training for a crown that will last for an eternity. No pain, no gain. And I, I'm going to get to that. Giovanna, I have a question for you. Are you with me? Yes. When you're training, couldn't you be at home chilling rather and hanging out with your friends or texting? Yes. Yeah. But you're not doing that. No. Nope. No. No. You're on a track field running up and down hills. You notice I keep saying that because you, you just you just floored me with that. Um, or you're just running in line, or you're doing some type of routine. Mm -hmm. You would like to be home chilling. You would like to be home hanging out. You would like to be with your friends. But let me ask you a question. How did you feel when you came in first when you ran that 220? Tired. Were you glad you won? I didn't know I won at first because I was just like, all right, I'm done. That's it. But then they were like, who won? And they all pointed to me. And I was like, oh, I did Oh, stop right there. See, you felt something there. You liked that, didn't you? Yeah, but I'm still tired. <laughs> That's okay. Because you, watch this. You, you, you disciplined your body. Now, can I ask you another question? Do you think, I'm going to ask you, you could have won if you hadn't have done those, those sprints, those jogs, those block training, do you think you could have just shown up at Doc and run those events and win? No. I mean, maybe I would have been like lucky on some, but no. So the training helped you become the number one runner or win one of your races and do very well in your other events. Mm-hmm. All because even though you wanted to be home chilling. You wanted to be home texting friends. You watch this. This is called discipline. This is what Paul's talking about. Even though you wanted to be home chilling, you disciplined yourself and said, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to train because I have a race to win. Hmm. Going back, discipline. That's the first thing we got to talk about when we're training, running a race. Paul talked about it, what an athlete does. Now, I'm going to say to you as born-again Christians, we as born-again Christians, we must have discipline in our life. It's real easy to get soft. It's real easy <laughs> to just, what did you, I asked you about chill. Take a chill pill. So, 
Church, I'm going to ask you. What's some of the disciplines that we need to do in our life? Come on, just shout them out. Popcorn time. What's some of the disciplines? As an athlete in training, remember, we're running for a prize. See, no pain, no gain. Trevon had pain, I know. Remember she said when she comes down the hill, she was glad because she could get some rest. When she'd be jogging, she was glad. She was always glad to get some rest. Even when she ran and she won, she said, I was glad it was over. I was still hurting. No pain, which she got, no gain. So my question to you, saints of God, Pastor Churn, what are some of the disciplines that we need to have as we're in training, running for a race to win the prize? Daily prayer. There are daily prayer. Hmm. Okay. Oh, watch this. Stop right there. Thank you, Lady D. So watch this. Okay. So you get up and you don't feel like praying. That that's real, y'all. You don't feel like it. I'm I'm going to help you now. The minute you don't feel like it, you need to start praying. Just do this. Watch this. Just do this. Our Father, who art in heaven. How it be that just start praying. Don't even start thinking about what do I need to pray? You know that prayer. Pray the Lord's prayer. Watch this because you are disciplining your body. You're disciplining your spirit to get in tune with God. But if you sit back and you chill, I, I think I'm a, no. If God has told you, and trust me, this is not a plug. If God has told you to go to prayer, you know we have prayer, 7 in the morning, 12 in the afternoon, and on Wednesday, 7 at night. If he's told you to go to prayer, I know I should be going to prayer. You need to, don't even get those, that whole sentence out. Call the prayer line. Because if you don't do it, you will get lax. Giovanna just said it. You probably wouldn't have won any of her races if she just showed up at Doc. That's where the event was. But she prepared. We have to prepare. Thank you, lady. Any other disciplines that we need to have? Time management. Ooh. Hello. Hello. Since all a part of disciplining your body, I just like to go. I just do what I do. I just do it when I when I do. Glad you said that, Pastor G. You know there's a part of us that really bucks up against things that cause for us to be disciplined. It's just in us. It's natural. We don't want to do it. We want time management. Can I tell you the root of that? I believe it is. Nobody tells me what to do. I do what I want to do. I do what I want to do when I want to do it. If I want to chill, I'm a chill. Time management. I don't need time management. But let's go back. Remember, we're in strict training. Paul said we're in strict training. It's all. We 
have to give it our all. Are you hearing me today? Yes. Discipline. We must be all in. Verse 26. Therefore, I do not run like a man running aimlessly. It's interesting. I do not fight like a man beating the air. Paul slides in another little um, competition, boxing. Because if you know anything about boxing, you've heard the term shadow boxing. Boxers do this to see their form. They're just boxing. They look at their shadow, and they're just boxing. Paul says, I do not run like a man running aimlessly. I'd like to suggest to you, as part of the discipline process, we've got discipline. You need to have direction. You need to know where you're going. You need to know why you're doing what you're doing. You need, I preached a message a couple of months ago. You need to have an answer for the hope that lies within you. You need to know why you're doing this. You need to know how you're going to get to the finish line, Javana. Uh, you, you heard what Javana said. She saw the young lady coming up on her. She was watching her. She was watching her. Out of her corner of her eye. Javon, let me ask you a question. That young lady that was coming up on you, did you turn your head and look at her? Or did you just see her out of the side of your eye? Did we lose Javon? I think we lost Javon for a minute. No, she she's there. It's just she's muted. Okay. Javonna, did you see the young lady out of the corner of your eye or did you turn your head? Saw her out of my eye. But you kept your eyes focused, kept your face focused straight? Mm -hmm. On where you were going. See, she had a, Javonna, thank you, Javonna. She, she had a direction. What was your goal, Javonna? What were you trying to get to? The end. The end, what we call... <laughs> The finish line. Could you see it in sight? Yeah. So did that make you even want to run even harder? Yeah. Ah, and you found you had a little something extra because you did what? You've been disciplined in your body. You weren't home chilling. You weren't home texting with your friends. You were not on um, just watching some TV, kicking back. You were out there. And it started getting warm. Did you start sweating in training? Yeah. No pain, no gain. I got another question for you, Giovanna. Another question. We got discipline. We got direction. We need to know the direction. When you're running, do you hear the crowd noise? No. Well, yeah. Do you do you, you kind of do you hear your parents? Go, Giovanni! Go, Vani! Do you hear all that? No. No, why? Because you can't, you don't get caught up with distractions. Mm. 
So when you're running this race, you're not even getting caught up in distractions. We as born-again Christians, you know what? Let me back up for a minute and put a pin in there. Is there anybody else with discipline? Because, see, I'm, I'm ready to go. And, and I realize I don't want to cut anybody off. We had prayer time. We had time management. Did anybody else want to add anything? We don't want to get distracted. Javana still kept her eye on the finish line. Yes, she saw uh, the her opponent gaining on her, but that didn't stop her because her eyes were fixed on the finish line. We, as born-again Christians, must keep our eyes fixed on the finish line, and that is to get the reward, the crown of righteousness. But if we, watch this, if we get caught up in distractions, now I'm going back. We think about, you said we need to do prayer. Watch, let me show you what happened. You don't feel like doing prayer. So then you tell yourself, I don't feel like it. Then the next thought is, See, and you call yourself a Christian. You know, we get this mind dialogue back and forth. Then you feel bad. Distraction. That's why I said to you, the minute you don't feel like doing what you know you need to do, just do it. Because when you get caught up with distractions, watch this, you'll get off track. Giovanna was able to see the finish line, she had direction. She knew where she was going. She knew why she was going, her purpose of running, and she didn't get caught up with the distractions. Yeah, there were some people yelling and screaming, but that didn't stop her because her eyes were fixed on the finish line. My question to you, the question to me, are our eyes fixed on the finish line to receive the crown. Please don't get caught up in distractions. Doing things your own way. I told you, Agape, just live. We got a letter in the mail saying we owe X amount of taxes. There's two ways we can go with this. Go down to City Hall, tell the church, we're going to rally. We're going to walk around City Hall. Is that what God said to do? Is that what he no. said? No. No, no, see, you saw what Pastor Jern did. How great. I went in the song. Is our God. Sing with me, how great. Is our God. We can't get caught up in distractions because let me tell you, when you go down that hole, when you go down that trail, you find yourself in places you thought you'd never be. And you ask yourself, how did I get there? Because you let distractions take you off course. You let distractions take you out of the race.
verse 27. No, I beat my body and make it a slave so that after I have preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified for the prize. I looked at that word disqualifications. Disqualified. And if we look at the etymology and the morphology of this word, it means failed the test. Failed the test. As a runner, you must be disciplined. As a runner, you must have direction. As a runner, you cannot get caught up in distractions. As a runner, you don't want to get disqualified. You don't want to fail the test. Paul says that we must be, he says it again, disciplined. There's this theme that's running throughout these verses that we must have discipline in our lives as we're in this race. Whether you know it or not, I stopped by to tell you we are in a race. But I got good news. When I talk to Javana, you notice only one person gets the prize. Do you not know that everyone here on this Zoom call, we all get the prize. Hallelujah. Every last one of us. So Pastor Trans going to get his prize. Because see, there's a race that's set before me. Pastor G going to get her prize because there's a race set before her. Thank you, Jesus. Sandy going to get her prize because Hallelujah. there's a race set before her. EF, he, you're going to get your prize because of the race you, that's set before you. Bishop, you're going to get your prize because of the race mm. that's set before you. Sister Javana, you're going to get your prize because yes, of the race yes, that's yes. set before you. Are you hearing me Yes, today? yes. Lady going to get your prize Hallelujah. of the race that's set before you. Please don't get caught up in distractions. No, we're always in training. We're always, you know why? Because there's always a test that we're facing. If mm -hmm. we get one test, we do well, there's something else waiting for us. But we, Paul said, beat our body. In other words, you got to discipline yourself. I have to discipline myself. But the race that we're in is a prize that's is for an eternal prize, not a temporal prize. Uh, and as I said before, our training is not just a few months. Our training is all year long. long. <laughs> it's 24-7. Can I help you out with something? What's our theme for this year? Love. We need to be working on love. <laughs> that takes discipline, y'all. That takes discipline. See, let me tell you how the distractions work. Because when the people who are unlovely come back at you, can you respond with love? Because if you respond unkind like they weren't kind to you, that's distractions. Disqualified. You fail the test. 
Are you hearing me today? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We must always, I'm going to put it this way. I want to stay in the text, but I'm going to float a little bit. So glad my my my, my homilex instructors are not here. But we must always be ready to show the fruit and display the fruit of the Spirit. We need to be working on that every day, everybody. We need to know that. But I want to say this to you. Paul wasn't just talking. I need to prove. How can this be proven? I, I want to say it like this. We know that Paul ran his race in his evidence, by evidence, to his letter to Timothy, 2 Timothy, he says, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award me to me on that day. And not only to me, but also to all who have longed for his appearing. You said not just to him. Remember I told you this race is not a one, one person wins. We all win, but we got to stay in the race. But being in the race, we got to discipline ourselves so we don't fail the test. No pain, no gain. You want to see God do some powerful things? You want to be used of God? And I'm not saying this um, so that you can be uh, uh, boastful or arrogant. No, I'm talking about, sure enough, God used me. I want you to use me. You must be willing to discipline. I must be willing to discipline my body so that God can use me. I must be willing to do those eight sprints up a hill, not walk up a hill, eight sprints up a hill. I'm going to leave you with this story. The story is of a Scottish discus thrower. You know what a discus is, right? And at the time, he lived in the days before professional trainers and developed his skills. So he knew he wanted to throw the discus. And all he had, there was no internet, nothing like that. All he had was a picture of a discus. So from that picture, he designed, made his own discus. What he saw of the discus, he thought he saw some metal. So his whole discus was made up of metal. Watch this, everybody. So every day he would train and throw this discus. Every day. He trained for a year. And he would measure out how far he would throw the discus. Oh, see, discipline, y'all. See, he didn't get distracted. He just kept doing it. He didn't let the fact that he didn't have a trainer he didn't get caught up in any of that. He made his own discus. And he trained day and night. And what he was trying to do was match the current record. He was working on trying. He had a direction, y'all. He wanted to match whatever the current record was. 
So what did he do for a year? He was doing this. I need to tell you something. What the gentleman didn't realize that the only part of the discus was the outer part of the discus. The rest of it was wooden. So this man was throwing a discus three to four times heavier than the discus. He carried the burden. Oh, I'm going somewhere of that discus. So when it came time to compete, he threw, when they put the discus in his hand, he threw that discus like it was a, like a, what do you call it? A tea, a saucer. He broke all kinds of records. But you see, he would have never been able to do that had he not, watched this, disciplined his body to throw, watch this, carry the burden Oh, I'm going somewhere of the discus he did for himself. And see, when we train like that man, we will carry, watch this, the burden of other people to get wow. them to come into the kingdom of mm. God so they too can run a race and, and they too can get the crown of righteousness because we all will get the crown of righteousness and then we will have the honor, the privilege of throwing them, putting them, and laying them at our elder brother's feet. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 No pain, no gain. You are, we are in a race. Whether you know it or not, whether you knew it or not, I stopped by to tell you, the corner phrase from Pastor G, I stopped by to tell you we are in a race. But in this race, we got to be disciplined. You want God to do great things in your life? You need to be disciplined. No distractions. You need to have direction. You need to know where you're going. What God wants out of you. No pain. No gain. Let's pray.